welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? Four out of six or seven leagues this week, and one I'm tanking in, I feel pretty good. At least as of, as of right now, we're recording this on Monday. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me, as always, by the way. Uh, how did you do, Rick? Uh, <laughs> I did good. Oh. I went six and two. Oh. Um, but the two I lost, I've been losing every single week. Um, and I'm both, both in leagues with you. That's, so that's going to be, well, well, I'm coming, I'm coming with you, uh, in 10 man band, dude. That's, did you lose this week too? Yeah. Well, it's a pretty, um, uh, so basically I need Cooper cup to put up zero and Jeff Wilson to just go off. I have a feeling that won't happen. Yeah. I'm going to say it won't happen either, which means I'll be two Um, two in that league. The champ is two and two. Yuck. Are you in a needs every inch? Yeah. At Dynasty League? Yeah. Okay. I'm 4 0 in that league, and I think I'm the highest scorer, so I might go back to back. It's one of the leagues I might um, win and go 2 and 2. Mike McDaniel's dad. That's my team name. But do you have two or something? No. Or Waddle? Nope. You just, it's not. You have no dolphins. I have no dolphins. But you just. That's hilarious. If I had a choice of coach. On my Madden Ultimate team, should I just try to get Mike McDaniel as my coach? I feel like that's a good idea. Um, honestly, that could be a good could idea. Be a good idea. Be but, fun offense. But anyway, uh, so today we're gonna do a little breakdown of the week. Hell of a lot faster than we did last week. I think we need to make our points in like fifteen seconds. Okay. Anyway, um, and then we are going. We'll break down the week a little bit, and then get into our waiver wire rankings for week five, or not rankings, but tell you who to pick up on the waiver wire, who to target this week on the waiver wire for week five uh, as we moved into this. Very interesting. I was looking at our home league. Um, no one available per usual, but there's a couple of guys that I was actually thinking about um, that are really intriguing to me this week uh, as a target. So, okay. Especially at the running back position. I don't know why. That's not normally a thing, but we'll see what happens. So that's what we got today. Uh, before we do that, check out our website, fantasygames.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, please leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below any questions you may have about this week. Uh, and if you're having trouble with players to drop or not drop, just let us know. Ask us questions. We'll, we'll answer them. Yep. Um... All right, let's start with our segment, Real or Fake, um, and go through some of the... I'm trying to pull up the right tab here. There we go. Uh, Go through some of the guys that had uh, blow-up performances this week and some guys who didn't and tell you if if that's going to continue or not continue. If it's real... Is it real? Or is it fake? fake. Uh, And we're going to start off with quarterbacks really quickly. Uh, Like I said, this is like lightning round even though we like to discuss things. Um, we're going to talk about number one, the QB5 on the season. Four weeks. Ugh. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. He's had 18, 30, 15, 38. 38 this week. Or, or not 38. That is, in, that is in a five-point touchdown league. Forgive me. But he did have 34 points in a normal four-point touchdown league this week. Uh, Which is crazy. Real or fake with Jared Goff? Um, fake for 34, but Goff, I think, is real. Bro, his season numbers through four weeks is uh, actually legit. He's got a good completion percentage, 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns, and three interceptions. What's his completion percentage? Um, I don't – I'd oh, have I to pull said, it up, I thought you said his completion percentage. Never mind. It's a, it's, it's a decent completion percentage. Um, 11 touchdowns. But, yeah, he, yeah, 11 touchdowns is crazy. And, and he's about to get – um, I mean, he did what he did this week against Seattle, which, granted, Seattle's not a good team. Um, but he did that without Amon Ra, without DJ Chark, and without um, Jameson Williams, who's going to be making his season debut soon. Um, so, and without Swift. When he gets all those weapons back, that team is just loaded with offensive talent. Yeah. And um, because of that, rest of the season... 
he could have some good weeks. Like I'm definitely in on golf, but uh, 34 just, is definitely insane. It's just weird uh, quickly because Washington, Minnesota, Seattle, all easier matchups. Um, but he had 15 against Minnesota in a weird game. Uh, so it's like uh, like this week playing New England. New England give, has given up a lot of fantasy points to the quarterback position. So you feel like that would be, uh, you know, maybe an okay start. But then mm-hmm. New England, uh, like in the first four weeks, most of those fantasy points that they've given up that has made Lamar. them was all Lamar. So it's like you take Lamar's game out, what are they at? And the, the totals are pretty low for the quarterback position. Um, even Rogers didn't have a great week. So do you start golf this week? Do you not start golf week this week? That might be a question for the starter sit show, but, uh, yeah, I am going to say continuing and like to me, if you're finishing as the QB one or with 30 plus fantasy points, multiple weeks in the first four weeks of the season, the consideration to me and the question of real or fake is, is this guy QB? Is this guy going to be not QB one necessarily, but is this guy somebody that you can start at? You know, rely on as like the QB five on the season, where you can start them every single week with reliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to say that's fake. Yeah, I do think uh, he's streamable though. Yeah, I, I mean he, I don't know, he might be the best streaming option out there i don't think he's even going to become a streaming option i think people are going to pick him up and start him week start to week, him. even though that might be a mistake i mean we both have multiple leagues where we just have bad players at quarterback so we yeah the Trey Lance effect do we pick up golf and just start him and close <laughs> if he's available i don't even think he is though but uh geno smith qb2 on the week 31 fantasy points uh that is fake i'm gonna agree with that that's fake. As fake as it can get russ Pre, this is pre-Monday Night Football, so forgive us if there's some players in here that are different, but Russ's QB four, uh, 3 this week, finally, with 26 fantasy points. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is real. It looks like Denver kind of figured a few things out. They still don't look great offensively, but I think there's a, mm. a few things that they figured out, and Russ looks a little bit better, so hopefully that continues. Real as well. They also might have to throw the ball more with the Javante injury. Yeah. How about um, TB12, bro? Uh, Tom, Tom Brady. I think that's I think that's real. Um, I mean that that offense has been pretty bad all year, so um, hopefully hasn't bad. But now he's got the weapons back, and he throws 385 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> I know. Um, and then we had Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes with 21. Uh, like I said, this is going to happen from week to week with Daniel Jones. Two rushing um, touchdowns because he does have the. They are treating him like he's he's Josh Allen in terms of the rushing. So they have a lot of designed run plays. They encourage the rushing, um, and so Daniel Jones is going to have weeks where this happens. The question is, can we figure out which weeks they do happen and which weeks they don't? Uh, because he had 19 week one, which is decent. Uh, this is not five point touchdown like i need to get the frick out of here if i'm gonna look up stats. 17 in week one 17 week 13 one. So, yeah, week two it's not no i'm this is fake 14 week three 21 yeah. week four uh real or fake for you fake but he could be a stream option uh and just because some the russian some fr- it's interesting to see uh the last couple weeks as we've been looking at this um the top 10 usually around 10 11 or 12 is where the 20 point performances start dropping off for quarterbacks and you get into like the 17 mm-hmm. to 19 range. So I'm starting to think maybe like 17 or 18 points ain't that bad. But, not not too bad, not too bad. Uh, uh, hey, how about Zach Wilson, 21 points, QB 10. 19 in four-point touchdown leagues? You're doing the same. No, nah, 21 because he had the receiving touchdown, so it was six fantasy points. No, I have, uh, I have, I have, I have 19. Oh, really? On the Fantasy Champs, he has 21, it says. That's weird. Hold on. I'm in a different league. In our home league, he had... Um, I don't know how they rank this on. Well. I don't... Yeah, I don't really... I don't know how they... Really it, could be like, it could be like um the PPR thing, too, but this is just based on... Oh, he had a, that's probably what it is, because he had a reception. But there is no option on Fantasy Pros to switch to the PPR. <laughs> so, anyway... Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson, um, I am going to say this is fake, um, and I still don't see him much as a streamable option yet, but if he does continue to show, this is his first game back, so if he does continue to show some improvement and and have some success, then I'm, I'm interested in Zach Wilson. He is one of those young quarterbacks that could have 
rest of season value if he continues to perform like this? Yeah, I would say streamable, but his schedule is brutal. They have the Packers, the Dolphins, the the Broncos, the Patriots, the mm-hmm. Bills, um, and then the Patriots again off the bye. So their next like five games is all good defenses. So yeah, a little bit nervous about that, but I don't know. We'll see. So just when you jump on the 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 hype train for Trevor Lawrence, Rick, he gets six points. Yeah. Eight face points in this league, but real, real um, fake. I'm gonna say fake. I still believe Trevor Trevor Lawrence. He okay. had two touchdowns. He had four fumbles. It was a game where it was uh, very, very rainy, and I don't think mm-hmm. that uh, they were quite ready. Also, the Eagles' defense is elite. Um, they've been a top five defense so far this year. I benched him in the leagues that I had him in. I wasn't expecting yeah. a good week. He's got Houston this week. If he sucks again, then you know, send the alarms off. But I think he bounces back this week against Houston. All right, so this is not uh, necessarily a bust game because this is how this player has been performing, but I did want to bring him up real quick. Early season, Justin Fields, weeks one through four. Um, is is he droppable at this point? Uh, probably. Okay. I mean, he just hasn't He hasn't really done anything to, to make you st- – Worth a roster spot. I mean, he's two passing touchdowns. He, he did look better this week. He did look better this week, um, but still, like, the team is not good enough where he's going to do anything. And he still, I mean, he had 22 pass attempts this week, and that was a season high. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see some upward mobility offensively as he progresses and gets better as the season goes along, but, um, yeah, they're just what you thought there was going to be for rushing upside just hasn't been there for Justin Fields. So, um, I think well, the rushing is there. It's just zero passing. Well, no, the the, the whole the point, the whole of, point of Justin Fields is that you thought, okay, maybe he only throws two hundred yards and one touchdown a week, which is not great normally, but he can be mm-hmm. carried with his rushing. If he and was his doing rushing that is not passing, carrying though? him because right of the passing not being there. But if he was throwing two hundred yards and yeah. a touchdown a week, he'd probably be worth it. The because freaking, he's getting like fifty rushing yards a game. That's what I'm. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Forty like, rushing yards a game. If but. he was giving like the base floor is good, but he's not giving you good enough performances through the air. No. Which like if you told me in the off season, you know, oh, if you could get two hundred, if you were getting fifty to sixty rushing yards a game from oh, Justin Fields, you'd be like, oh yeah. And then you said two hundred passing yards and one touchdown is his average per game. You'd be like, oh frick, I'll take that. But, but no. Yeah, but then if I told you his average passing yards is like 110, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's like, oh, he's rushing just as mount, he's just the only... same amount as he's throwing. That's kind of not good. No, that's not good at all. Uh, the only bus quarterback, big big bus quarterback that I see here is, uh, I guess you could say Jalen Hurts too, but he was QB 15. Uh, was Lamar Jackson QB 19, 15 fantasy points? Um, that is fake. That will not continue. Fake. Best defense in the NFL probably um, that he was playing this week. Uh, and then Jalen Hurts in a rain game scored a rushing touchdown, kind of saved his performance. Um, that's fake but he as had well. 16, that's fake as well. Uh, let's talk about some running backs in PPR. Okay. In PPR. We're going to go to PPR here. I was in standard. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Austin Eckler bouncing back 34 fantasy points. You know, I, I don't know if Austin Eckler was listening to our podcast or something, but yeah, I know. did say to trade. Well, him. I did say on the podcast that I thought he was going to have a good week a this week. week. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think that's a real, um, but be hesitant with the touchdowns. Yeah. Real. But again, three touchdowns. His snap percentage still isn't crazy. I was 59%. Uh, Josh Jacobs had 34, scored a couple touchdowns this week, looked really good. Um, I think he's actually a low-key, decent trade target. Um, Not because Mm. I think there's a lot of upside with Josh Jacobs, but they have been giving him the ball, which is something that there was a lot of concern with, which was what pushed him in the six or seven. He definitely really did this week. Uh, Yeah, so I think like in terms of being the running back two in fantasy football and all that stuff, like that is not going to happen on a week-to-week basis. But I think there is a good like mid-range RB2 floor for him where he could be your RB2 or in a flex-worthy range. So I like Josh Jacobs this week. I don't think he's going to be worth a trade for this week because the person who has him is going to probably ask for a lot. So, uh, But real or fake for you, Rick? 
Um, he's a tough one because I want to say fake, but I don't know if this week maybe unlocked something because in the first three weeks it wasn't appealing. He didn't have a crazy high snap percentage. He didn't get a lot of receiving work. Um, but then this week, all of a sudden, he gets 28 carries. Do you think it's because 89% snap percentage and two touchdowns? And he had received hmm. more. Do you he had think over 30 touches. Do you think it's because Josh McDaniels came into the season, Brad Ziegler, or Brent, oh, is that his name? The, the GM for uh, the Raiders? Or is it Brian Ziegler? Dave Ziegler, Dave I think. Dave Ziegler, thank you. I, I don't even know. Um, but they got him Devontae Adams. Derek Carr is Derek Carr. And I think he thought maybe, okay, we can throw this ball over the field. Um, and that just wasn't the way to win football games. And maybe it's it's to go back to set up the run like he did in New England. Yeah. Maybe that's what starts happening. That's what I, I mean. I hope so. I would say it's real in terms of what you expected Jacobs from when you drafted him. Um, like for a fourth or fifth round running back, he's he's real. Like he's an RB. He could be an RB too. Uh, but he, I still think he's going to have weeks where he disappoints. Yeah, I agree. Um, Miles Sanders. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say real. I love this player. I think this could be the coming out party for Miles Sanders. I think this Philly offense has been great. Miles Sanders is the guy getting the ball. This is this is real. And I think he'll continue to have uh, at least top 14 or 15 running back performances on a weekly basis. Yeah, I, this will probably be one of his best games, though, because it was like the rainy game. So it yeah, yeah, yeah. seemed like they try to run the ball a lot more. I know Philly's um, played it, two rain games so far. So <laughs> keep running. I would say... Yeah, I would say it's real. Like I think he's, you know, a startable guy every week yeah. because of how good that offense is, and he is the lead back. But I view him kind of similar to Jacobs. But again, considering where you drafted him, you got to feel oh, really yeah. good. You got to feel great. Yeah. Uh, Rashad Penny finally getting. Um, I feel like I interrupted you. Is there anything else on Sanders? No, no, that was. Okay. That was it. <laughs> it's like it's unlike you're about to say something, and I just jumped on to Penny. Uh, Penny had 28 points this week. Pretty good. Um, as far as being an RB one, I'm going to say it's fake for me. Uh, but I do feel like, uh, he does provide a, a decent floor in some aspects where he could probably be a flex worthy play. Um, yeah. On some weeks, but this is, you know, I don't think this is a sign of things to come. I'm going to say fake. Uh, yeah. He, I think he could have big weeks, but just on a week to week basis, like those first yeah. three weeks are hard to just overcome. Had a great week, but Detroit's defense is forward. Uh, Damian Pierce, 25, real or fake for you, Rick? Uh, I'm going to say real. 25 is definitely a bit much. Um, but he's real again. I think he's you know a startable player week to week. He's definitely the lead back there in Houston. He's got um, a lot of talent and a pretty easy schedule. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville, Raiders, Tennessee. Mm. Um, then he does have one tough game against the Eagles, but then it's Giants, Washington. So... Has a couple pretty good easy matchups coming up. I'm going to say it's real. Uh, Jamal Williams had 23 fantasy points. Um, he continues to be a good play yeah. uh, in the absence of De- DeAndre Swift. So I like him to continue some of these performances while Swift is out. As soon as Even Swift when gets... Swift was there, he was the goal line back, <laughs> God, which hate, is I unfortunate. Sometimes. But, uh, I don't yeah. know how you have. like prob- I would say he was in his draft outside of like JT he's probably yep. one of the most talented running backs in that class and they they yes. they just have this obsession with Jamal Williams I could see it knowing knowing Dan Campbell and, and knowing the type yeah, yeah Jamal type. Williams is like the locker room leader yeah and... like so I could see how that goes but um if if Campbell was to lose his job at the end of the season or something like that uh they would definitely move to Swift very quickly whoever is the next coaching staff um, yeah, Henry normal twenty three points. Christian McCaffrey normal twenty five. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire continues to produce signs of life this for the too. opportunity share for Clyde Edwards-Alaire having over twenty touches. Yeah. Okay, so it, I mean, it might be time to throw in the towel and say that he's. Is this it? Is this is this finally was four weeks enough for them to be like, all right, it's time to give Clyde the work. Maybe I mean he still hasn't had a crazy snap percentage, but like, what was his? It's hard. It's hard to deny it. He's gotten um, a touchdown pretty much every week, uh, and he's in an elite offense. It's like kind of what we thought. Fifty-six percent of snaps him. last night against Tampa Bay. Yeah. 
One of the best run defenses yeah. in the NFL scored 22 points. And now he's got the Raiders this week, and it's a good matchup. So exciting! I that might be time to. I think it's real. Fire him up. Okay. Love you, Clyde. Sorry for trading you. I tweeted that last night. I apologize. <laughs> um, J.K. Dobbins had 22. I told you in the offseason I really like Dobbins. Um, yeah. I projected him highly for whatever reason, and uh, we just needed to see the the opportunities uh come back but it's clear like watching the watching Baltimore early in the season about the only running back that they had was Lamar Jackson so at this point like having Dobbins it really helps this football team a lot uh establish the ground game like they want to do and it's clear that they haven't had a running back to do that so Dobbins being back I think this is real, and I think Dobbins will be good rest of season. He's at least a top twenty running back at this point. Yeah, and I think um, I think Justice Hill got injured this week as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, uh, at the end of the game. Okay, and this will now be his third week coming back from the ACL. Oh so I think God. Dobbins is going to start looking really, really good. I'm I'm very in on J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Nick Chubb continues to have success. Leonard Fournette still good. So a um, lot of interesting guys in the top ten. Um, I think it, you know, like if there's one guy in the top 12 this year, this week at, at the running back position that you don't want rest of season, which guy is it besides Jamal Williams? We I was going to say, you take, take um, probably look. Penny. I, yeah, I'm I, just I like, he, yeah, he's going to have his good weeks, but, um, I haven't been impressed. Now I have a question. Uh, did they just take Melvin Gordon straight out of the game after he fumbled? Um, they did a little bit. Yeah, they used Mike Boone a lot. He got benched, but then while he was benched was when Javante tore his ACL. So they were kind of forced to throw him back in the game. But I think if it wasn't for that, he would have been benched the whole game. Okay. Um, are we, this is uh, probably Mike Boone is probably a question for the waiver show, but, um, and we'll get to that portion when we get there. But are we worried about, um, Melvin Gordon moving forward? Or do we? No, I wouldn't. I mean, unless he still fumbles, like I know. But I feel like now that Javante's out of the picture, he's got to be the guy, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm gonna say that horrible, terrible performance is fake. If we want to do a real fake for him, uh, two Jacksonville Jaguars running backs: James Robinson, two point nine; Travis Etienne, three point two. Uh, it's a bad week for the Jacksonville backfield. Um, I actually think as the season goes along, both these guys have, um decent upside uh yeah. on a week to week basis. So and they split evenly right down the middle. I, I haven't looked at stat percentages for that game yet, but um Etienne had a fifty one percent Here we go. Let's go. Robinson had forty eight. Yeah, so this is gonna be this is gonna be a fifty fifty. If this game is if it's close or if they're in a negative game script, uh Travis Etienne and James Robinson are gonna split. Uh mm. so do you think these three point, basically five points together from Jacksonville's running back committee, does that continue or is that real or fake? No, 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 no that's fake. Tough game for the Jaguars' offense as a whole, yep. um, but I think they bounce back. They got Houston this week. Jonathan Taylor got hurt in this game, three point three fantasy points. Even um, when he he got hurt at the end he of the game, look good. He doesn't look twenty good. carries, forty yards. <laughs> what in the world is going on with the Colts? I need to watch more Colts games because I haven't watched a ton mm-hmm. um i watched a little bit of the chiefs game and the jaguars game and they got cooked in the jaguars game um and then they were getting cooked this week made a little bit of a comeback in one but they have not looked good at all and jonathan taylor has not looked good at all and i don't know like what mm-hmm. if it's the offensive line um if it's the coaching staff if it's matt ryan or if it's jonathan taylor i, I don't know what really is going on but yeah. Um, I'm definitely a little concerned. I mean, you still obviously is Jonathan Taylor and you're going to start him as long as he plays, but, um, it's kind of like what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, Kareem hunt had eight points this week. Um, that's going to happen from time to time with Kareem hunt. Uh, really the backfield is kind of at a point where it's like if a, one of them scores a touchdown, they have a good fantasy week. If they both have a good touchdown, they have a good fantasy week. So it really just depends on who put the touchdown, who the touchdowns mm-hmm. go to this week, obviously Nick Chubb. So uh, Kareem Hunt gets eight points. Um, as far as real and fake, I would say that's that's about real for Kareem Hunt. He's going to have good <laughs> weeks. He's going to have bad weeks. This is happening yeah. to be a bad week. Um, do you have any thoughts on Kareem Hunt? No, that's 
agree. Right, and then um, AJ Dillon had nine points. Same thing. I think it's the same thing with Kareem Hunt. Like some weeks, AJ Dillon's going to be really good. Some weeks, AJ Dillon's going to be you know nine or ten points, and that's going to happen. Yep. Uh, Gibson had nine points this week. Real or fake? That might be real. Brian Robinson's come back, and uh, Gibson hasn't. Other than week one, where he was great. And then week two and three, he was okay. And it's like mm-hmm. he's getting worse every week. And now Brian Robinson's coming back. It's starting to trend downhill for him. There's one more guy who did really bad this week that you Who's skipped that? over that. Did I skip over I don't know if you were going to bring up. Go ahead. But uh, Najee Harris. Um, oh, well, I always miss Najee. I don't even see his name. Yeah. It's just kind of invisible on my screen. <laughs> Seven fantasy points. He has not scored more than 13 all season. Um, are, are we real or fake on Najee? Um. I I mean, opportunity's still there. Yep. So I'm gonna say fake for now. Um, we gotta see Kenny Pickett threw three interceptions in his first two quarters of play or whatever it was. So he he was ten of uh, thirteen though. There was times where he looked really good. Yeah. I, so like yeah. I, when you get him in there on a game plan where Kenny Pickett is the guy and they can kind of control the game a little bit more and not be losing or put their faith in Kenny Pickett. Um. He's the opposite of what the Patriots did, <laughs> but yeah, um, I I honestly think Pickett looked okay. I mean, the three you picks. Know, do you know out of all the rookie quarterbacks this year, the first one to score a touchdown in the NFL is Bailey Zappi? Yes, sir. That's ridiculous. Um, but yes, I'm gonna say it's fake for now. Um, obviously, what the anticipation was for Najee Harris and what you're getting now is mm-hmm. different. So I think you have to lower the bar for the expectation level, but um, I think that he'll he'll be fine. I'm gonna say it's real. I I oh, was a, I was lower on Najee Harris pre-draft, mm-hmm. and I'm still low on him. I do think if Pickett plays and is good, that will change, or that will make Najee Harris back to I think what he, people hoped he would be. Um, but as long as the Steelers' offense sucks. Najee's not going to have like great weeks, even if he gets the workload. Like he can get 13 point weeks and 14 point weeks, which will be okay and solid, but he's not going to be an RB1 yeah. um, until the offense figures it out. And he's got Buffalo and Tampa next two weeks. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, all right. Let's move to wide receivers quickly. Uh we have Justin Jefferson. Wide receiver one. Here we go. I'm not going to ask Justin, real or fake because we know what, we know what he is, but I'm just I'm just excited that he finally had a, a wide receiver. I know. We, it, it's weird that he I thought he would be more like a stable like 20 point a week guy, but he had 39, 10, 4, and then 31. So yeah, that's known as Jamar kind of been all Chase. over the place. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Jamar Chase had like 10, 12, 15. Yeah, I know. Not a 20 game. Uh, Mike Evans has a good week. Tyreek Hill had 25, so he had a good week. 25 from T. Higgins. Um, DK Metcalf had 21 after following up 17 against the Lions. Um, I think that's more of a to me. I think that 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 Great I guess up. that that could be a real or fake. Um, real or fake DK Metcalf. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fake. Fake um, agreed because I don't believe in Seattle's offense at all. But they did have a decent week this week. Yeah, I think that was more of the Lions' awful defense and the Seahawks' great offense. But who knows? I mean, and if you're going to buy anyone in the Seahawks' offense, I would recommend it's DK Metcalf. But um, I still think he's going to be really inconsistent all year. Did Dallas play on the Thursday night football game? No, they didn't. No, they played against Washington. This is just CeeDee Lamb being good two weeks in a row. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, I'm going to say I like it. I like it, CD. Keep Yeah, going, I'll buddy. buy back in. The moment he dropped that pass on Thursday night, I was, you were out. I was already like on the fence of being out. Did you see him he laughing? He was laughing, was like, oh. and he runs into the huddle and says, I'm sorry, and then ends the game with that freaking one-handed catch. I know. And it's like, but at okay, that point, mind. at the point where he dropped the pass, he hadn't been good, and then he just dropped like a touchdown, yep. and he was disappointing last year, and it's like, okay, now you're disappointing two years in a row, like, it, it becomes a point where the, it, he's overhyped. But two good weeks in a row, it looks like he's climbing back into that um, well-deserved hype, and then hopefully Dak comes back and he keeps it up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's real too. Um, 
Josh Reynolds, wide receiver, seven, 21 fantasy points. That's fake uh, byproduct fake. of not having any. Great weapons. DFS play, though. Yeah, good DFS play. Uh, Jamal Agnew, wide receiver. Thought he was a running back, but I guess he's he running back receiver hybrid. Yeah, so uh, wide receiver super eight fake. on the week, 21, super fake. Um, Zay Jones was out, wasn't he? Zay Jones was out. So, my goodness, my Zay Jones role looked pretty good this week, uh, except, you know, he wasn't playing. So, um, Hollywood having 20 points again, that continues to be a good, a good line. Um, and then you have, uh, Mike Williams, Devonte Adams, Brandon cooks, all guys that you kind of expect to, uh, perform somewhat well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's kind of some good guys there. Um, as far as busts, man, it's such a long list of players. You gotta skip all the zero point guys unless we, unless I do Kirk, yeah. Christian Kirk had a really bad week, didn't he? Kirk, I think he had like it's it was single digit points, but I think it was like eight or nine. So it's still not a good week. But yeah. um, let's see who we got here. Terry McLaurin, the guy McCall Hardman, one fantasy point. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Here, I'm gonna drop him this week. Don't worry. Um, uh, Terry McLaurin, three and a half fantasy points this <sighs> week. Um, th- he so, actually was. I would say I looked at his numbers yesterday, and he's actually been okay. He's been floating at like. I would say an average of 12 and a half fantasy points a game in PPR, which is okay. It's not great. It's like wide receiver 24 numbers, but yeah, through three um, weeks, I think he was a top, um, like 16, 17 wide receiver, which is okay. But, ugh, dude, I don't know. McLaurin is just, I had my deep, uh, a couple years ago when we did 10 man band, our dynasty, one of the dynasty leagues mm-hmm. we were in, I made my receiver core, uh, DJ Moore and McLaurin. I went all in on yeah. those guys and I was like, I'm lit. For the next five years, like this is my core. Now they both suck. Oof. Uh, Deontay had four point two points. Um, I, 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 to me, I feel like with Deontay Johnson, this mm. is in. I think this is in line with what is going to happen all season for him. Not in terms of like getting four point four points, but there's going to be weeks where he just gets twenty, and then there's going to be weeks where he gets four. Because the Steelers ball. And that's about what's going to happen. So there'll be good weeks for him. There'll be bad weeks for him. This happens to be a bad week. So just hold on. Hold on for dear life with Deontay Johnson. Uh, Drake London had 3.7. Oh, okay. Finally came back down to earth. Yeah, Atlanta blows. And I think the faster you realize that Atlanta blows, the better. And um, well, they're 2-2. Two and two. They are 2-2, two and two, but the offense they're, was bad. Yeah, their offense is not good. Um. Rashad Bateman, 4.7. Did he leave the game with an injury? He did, but he wasn't really doing too much when he was in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just didn't, he didn't play the fourth quarter, so he had that through three quarters. So uh, We have Jalen Waddle with 5.9, real or fake? I'm going to say fake. Yeah, fake. Although, how long is two out? Because that will matter. They said he's out this week against the Jets. Yes. I know. Oh, go Jets! Three and two, baby. It's on the horizon. No, please don't. I, I this is like. I mean, I kind of want the. If anything, yeah. As a Patriots fan, let's let's hope the Jets win this game. Uh, Michael Pittman, <laughs> stay in last place. Six point one. The Colts have been bad. Pittman's been a bright spot um, for the most part when he's been there. Mm-hmm. This week, having a tough week, six points. So um, that's fake, though. Yeah, that's fake. Garrett Wilson, six point one. Rookie wide receiver. Yeah, so. Um, I'm a little nervous about that because Zach Wilson, I thought it wouldn't really matter, but it seemed like his favorite target was like hit Corey Davis was his security blanket. And, um, he looked for Elijah more, more than Joe Flacco did. Mm-hmm. Wilson still had six targets, but like, that's not near where he was getting with Flacco when he was getting like 14 and 11. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting thing to play. I wouldn't start Garrett Wilson. I was all in on him, but now I probably wouldn't start him next week. But keep an eye on him. Maybe it was just um, a bad week and they grow a connection, but we'll see. All right, tight ends. TJ Hawkinson. Real. Yeah. The, That's just because he's on the goat. Uh, 40 is 100% fake, but. No, he won't. I'm I mean, gonna... when we ask real or fake, it's more or less like can tight end. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's yeah. real for what he is. Yeah. Okay. All right. But so my opinion is still doubting. From, Keep doubting. Last week. Keep yeah. doubting those thirty-nine points, Rick. I had him as my starter week at tight end. 
who was on TikTok. We I did you know start of the week at each position at tight end. I I had TJ yeah. Hawkinson, so okay. right. I th- I knew he was gonna have a big big week. I liked his his situation, and I I still like him rest of the season. But like, he is what he is. Whatever. Uh, Moali Cox, tight end two. Fake. What's up with the Colts and just like uh, random my, like? I can't figure it out. Fake. He, yeah, fake. Uh, Travis Kelsey, tight end three. Uh, Gerald Everett, seventeen points. He's been pretty good on the season. Um, I think he continues to be a, a tight end um, one for yeah. the rest of the season. He'll be in the top. I wonder end of the season. if he's still going to get um, a lot of targets when Keenan Allen comes back, but uh, he's still real. Question. Yeah, he's. I, I I would be okay with him rest of the season. Uh, Zach Ertz with sixteen. Fryer Muth with fifteen. Didn't matter who the quarterback was, I guess, for Muth. Uh, oh, there you continue, go, Muth. We continue rolling. Uh, Will Disley, tight end 10, 13 fantasy points. I'm going to say that's fake. Fake. Okay, Good so life. this guy, this guy, Chigga, uh, Chigazium, Aquan, uh, I don't even know how to say your name, bro. Tight end from Tennessee. This guy is a speedster. He's fast. 12 fantasy points. He had for one him. fantasy point going into this week. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fake. That's a fake situation there. You probably, yeah, you know, you paid Austin. But he's Cooper a speedster and a rookie, so maybe watch out for the name. Watch out for the name. Uh, Hayden Hurst, 11 points. Um, he's actually been an interesting feature uh, in the Cincinnati offense. I don't think there's going to be a whole hell of a lot of opportunity, but um, this, you know, little 8 to 10 point weeks could continue yeah. happening for him. I, I'll say fake, but you're right. I think he's. And if you're really desperate for a tight end, he should be on your list of consideration. I just don't think he's, like, great, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Kyle Pitts, three points again. What are we doing? I have no idea. They had seven team completions. Um, did you see, There was an interesting stat, too, that uh, routes ran in the game. Kyle Pitts was, like, fifth on the team, which makes zero sense for Atlanta. They, they're using him as – Arthur Smith is using him um, in a lot of blocking situations, and are trying to make imagine him like George imagine drafting a tight end in the first round to block. Yeah, in, in it's the top it, five. It's of the first round to block. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I really hope you didn't draft Kyle Pitts, but I would still trade for him. <laughs> you can get him cheap. I guess so. I, I, I go buy low. Kyle Pitts. Right. Maybe we'll maybe we'll throw him on the show. Mark Andrews had three points. Now, Rick, this week I was playing March Andrews. Mark March. Mark Andrews, uh, my opponent had Mark Andrews. I had T.J. Hawkinson. If I told you coming into this week wow. just the fact that a tight end in this game was going to score 39 points, would you have said T.J. Hawkinson or Mark Andrews? No, I would have said Mark Andrews yeah, for sure. Um, he gets three points this week, has a tough game. Um, this is fake. He'll continue to be okay. But yep. um, this is just the tight end position as we know it. Yeah, but – I mean, his last two weeks was twenty eight and twenty five. Yeah, so. it was it was bound to happen. I was actually yeah, it was it bound happen. to happen. Um, do you He'll see any fun. more tight end busts in here? Um, uh, because we got to get to the wires. I think that's probably probably it. Okay, let's talk about some waiver wire ads for this week. Um, and get into the you know, the meat and potatoes of this show, the real portion of it. Um, and then always as always, the Tuesday show is is a light breeze for you. Yes. So I hope your drive to work was very long for this show. Um, yeah, I hope you got stuck in traffic. I hope you got stuck in traffic and had to listen to our voices. Um, so we're going to start with the quarterbacks. Um, last week I gave it. I gave you first choice, Rick. Right? Yep. Okay. So, all right. go so I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you Jared Goff, number one at quarterback as a pickup this week. Forty-eight uh, percent owned in leagues. I, I, this one thousand percent. Jared Goff should be rostered. Um, I don't. I still haven't decided. Earlier in the show, I referenced Jared Goff having uh, the matchup against New England, and most of the fantasy points came from Lamar Jackson's game. So I don't know how that uh, at the end of the season is going to reflect. I would say on uh, on paper and in games, when you watch the film, the Patriots' defense is a lot better uh, against the pass than um, it is shown in the fantasy points department. So. Um, I would be more concerned about Jared Goff against New England, but I definitely think he's worth rostering. Um, 
And I think that there's going to be situations where you're going to be able to slide him into your lineup. I still think he's streamable. I don't think he's a week-to-week guy. But knowing the situation that Rick and I have in multiple leagues where we drafted Trey Lance and now we're trying to find a quarterback desperately, um, Goff is a guy that uh, both of us are probably going to try to target this week. Yeah, Jared Goff should be number one uh, on this list. Um, I'll give you a couple names that I think are, are frisky. I don't love them, but Tannehill against Washington is a good matchup for this week. <sighs> um, <laughs> he's been getting like 19, 18 points a week other than the Buffalo game where he got two fantasy points. Yeah. So um, he's been okay. Again, your streaming options are kind of weak, but uh, not a bad matchup, and he's been okay. Uh, and then if Carson Wentz is – somebody probably dropped Carson Wentz because he's had back-to-back really bad weeks. Yeah. Well, this is going to be Carson Wentz. I think he's going to be up and down all year. Could be an up week against Tennessee um, where he has some trash time points and ends up getting you 20-something fantasy points. Uh, and then one sneaky long-term option, I got to say, Zach Wilson. Long-term, though. I wouldn't play him this week. What about Bailey Zappi? <laughs> I love that he's on this list. So yeah. hilarious. Yeah, um, no. I also would like to reference um, sucky, trashy, bag quarterback Geno Smith, who has had two 30-point performances as well, I believe. Um, Or maybe just the one. He had 20, well, in our league. So five-point touchdown league. I don't know. So four-point touchdown league. He probably had like 17, uh, 7, 19, and then like 30. So Yeah. Not bad. Kind of similar to what Tannehill has done. Yeah. Um, I think he's not bad as an ad streamable option um, if, you need a, if you need a quarterback because they're definitely going to be there um, as an option. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are quarterbacks. Good, good, good. Easy money. Let's move to the running back position um, and talk about some different guys. I, I'm going to say the first one for me, and I really – because there's a lot of guys this week that I think are addable. Um, and I'm going to go out on a, yeah. a lot of people are going to say Brian Robinson. I think that's a good ad and we, <laughs> can, we can talk about that once. Like, I don't know if Rick's going to take him or not. Um, but I'm actually going to say, um, Rashad white from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the reason why I say Rashad white is because there was for some reason this week, there was an increase in snap share and he had five catches for 50 yards three rushes only for six, which is disgusting. He had a rushing touchdown in the game. I think like, obviously I think the the Buccaneers are just going to run old man, Leonard Fournette into the ground. Yeah. Um, but a, I don't know if that's going to last because at some point, like he's had, he's dealt with injuries his entire career. At some point, something's going to happen to Lenny. Um, and Rashad white clearly has the second role. Um, and I, I actually think Tampa doesn't necessarily want to give Leonard Fournette as much work as they've been giving him. I think they would love to get another running back involved like they did with Ronald Jones last year. And so mm-hmm. um, I feel like Rashad Penny is a great ad this week. And you, you probably so used to saying Rashad white is a good ad this week. Um, and I don't know that it's going to cost you any waiver budget. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Um, I had him in the home league, and then I dropped him. I kept adding him and dropping him, and then I knew he was going to have at least one good week, and I wasn't going to pick him up again. That happened to me this week. Um, Mm. (laughs) He's at at the very least a good handcuff. I think Brad Robinson is a good choice, but I'm going to say Tyler Algier um, with the Cordell Patterson news. He's on IR. Yeah. Uh, What is it, Algier? Uh, I think it's Algier. Algier. Okay. With uh, Algier, um, Patterson is on IR and could even miss more time. That's a knee injury. Um, obviously, the Falcons' offense is very gross, so I'm not telling you to plug him in and start him. But if you're really desperate for running back, uh, he could be decent. He had 11 fantasy points this week playing in just a 44% snap percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at 8 yards per carry, which is really good. Um, I did tune into the game a little bit, uh, and – the announcer for that game was saying that he thought Algier was actually better than Cordell Patterson for his running style. Mm-hmm. Said that um, he was a better pure runner and was more very downhill, knows how to get the yards. So 
Not a bad ad. Again, not trying to start him, especially this week. He's got Tampa Bay I agree. and in a gross Falcons offense, but good ad. The only reason why I take Rashad White above him at this point I would too, me, by the way. Um, <laughs> I would take White above him. Is because Tyler L. Okay, that's good. Um, I was like, in my mind, I thought you picked first and you took Tyler L. here for whatever reason. But anyway, no. <laughs> the reason why I did take him for Rashad White first is because I think – He's in a better offense in Tampa yep. than Aljair is, and so I don't think there's a lot of like upside for Aljair. Um, but I do think he's a wonderful ad. I, I think he probably is free as well. Um, yeah, because there was a guy, there was another guy that got snaps, and he actually out fantasy pointed Tyler Aljair this week. I can't remember his name. Huntley. Uh yes, he scored a touchdown. Um... But Algier, Algier. Now you're gonna. He needs a nickname. Tyler, just call him Ty. Okay. <laughs> Ty had more yards per carry, so. Yeah. Um, I think other interesting ads are um, obviously Brian Robinson. Um, with him yep. coming back, I he's rostered in forty five percent of leagues. So, um, just check your waiver wire, see if he's available. I would add a couple of bucks on him because I do think that they liked him. Um, they'll probably ease him into any kind of role that he has because, um, he got shot in the leg. So he probably has been rehabbing that leg. Um, I saw a kid, um, obviously completely different injury. Um, but there was a kid, uh, that I knew that played high school football and he worked out like every day. Um, quads were ginormous and he tore his ACL in a game. Couldn't work out that he worked out one leg, the leg that was not screwed up. And he worked out, didn't, couldn't work out the other leg, and you could see big differences. So, like, mm. if Brian Robinson couldn't do stuff with the one leg he got shot in, there's obviously not that I'm saying he lost muscle mass in his leg, but there's gonna come situations where, like, he probably isn't gonna be a guy that you can just throw on the field right away and give him 20 carries. No, oh, I don't think he will. Um, if anything, that Washington backfield right away will just be gross because they're probably gonna give all three guys work. Yep. Um, so yeah, but, uh, I would throw in Mike Boone as well. It's gross. It's much grosser than the other guys we talked about, but he's going to have a role, especially passing. Um, he had three targets this week. Feels Mm -hmm. like he's going to be the passing down back now that Javante's out for the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Melvin Gordon will be more of the, um, first, second down and goal line back. But I think Mike Boone will have a role. Um, in the passing game. So in PPR leagues could be worth an ad, cheap ad. Okay. Any other running backs you want to talk about? No, that's about, I think that's probably it. All right. Um, let's move to the wide receiver position. Um, very interesting because I just looked up the first guy that's on this list. <laughs> and now I'm yep. deciding. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take George Pickens. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to tell you George Pickens is the wide receiver pickup for me of the week. Um, if he is uh, in many of my leagues, he's rostered right now. It says 38% of leagues on um, he, that he's rostered. Fantasy pro says he's rostered in 38% of leagues. So he's probably available for you. Uh, he has a good rest of season schedule and he had eight targets, six catches, seven targets last week against Cleveland. So he's starting to see an increase in target share. Um, I don't love the Steelers passing attack. I think there's a lot of bad things that are there and I don't know how efficient it's going to be on a week to week basis, but I'm going to say this now, George Pickens is better than Chase Claypool. And I think he is. That's how it's looking. I think he has overtaken Chase Claypool for this number two role on the team. So if that is officially happening, you need to get George Pickens on your team now, and I would put a large chunk of waiver budget on him to do that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think he's at this point he looks better than Claypool, mm-hmm. as, and Pickett seemed to throw to him mm-hmm. more, and it seems like because they have probably that training camp connection, both guys are rookies, they've mm-hmm. been working together, might have more of a connection. So Pickens is a good choice. Um I I wasn't planning on saying this guy, but he is available in uh, still about sixty percent of leagues. It's Michael Gallup, uh, we talked about mm-hmm. him last week, saying that you should pick him up um, before he plays. And apparently, a lot of people still didn't. He's still rostered um, in a decent amount of leagues, but available in a decent amount of leagues as well. He's about the same as uh, 
George Pickens. So if Michael Gallup's available, you got to pick him up. Mm-hmm. He's the clear second wide receiver on the Cowboys this week in a limited role. Didn't do too much, but he still had 10 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, rest of the season, I think he's going to be very solid um, and could get you like double low, double, low end, but around double digit points every single week. Yeah. Uh, Myers is owned in a lot of leagues. Yeah. What about your guy Isaiah McKenzie with Jameson Crowder out for the year? Yeah. Um, I think that he was uh, probably going to take the slot role anyway. I think so too, but they were at least like kind of sharing it. But now they, <laughs> they are forced to give right. Isaiah McKenzie the slot role. So I love him. I said, I said last week, him and Zay Jones are the waiver wire ads of the week for me. Um, they continue to be good ads if you don't have them. So if McKenzie wasn't added yet, uh, 33% of leagues, you should grab him. Zay Jones was out this week. So if he's not rostered, only rostered in 32% of leagues, I would go and grab him. You saw what happened with Jamal Agnew um, and how they were able to utilize him and target him. And I think that that's the role that Zay Jones plays where they put him. So um, not that he's going to score 20 points on a week-to-week basis, but I think there's a role for him in that offense. Um Outside of that, there's not really a whole ton of players that I'm interested in. Yeah. Sky Moore um, is interesting. He finally got a couple of targets. I was going to say that. He did. Still hasn't really done anything. But no, no. I mean, which <laughs> he is did. He, he, yeah, he did get involved more, which is good to see. Four targets. Um, Somebody tweeted he's bathing in targets. <laughs> he had four. Uh, two guys I think that I would know, definitely not Ron Nelmore because he sucked. Yeah. So he hasn't really changed from last year or how they use him. Mm-hmm. But uh Canaries Tony is an interesting one. The Giants are, you know, they, they seem to hate him. Um and he is in the doghouse. But if they do decide to play him, he's gonna have opportunity there with the Giants. I don't know how well it'll be with Daniel Jones, but um there should be yeah. some opportunity with there. Shepherd gone. And then Jameson Williams. What is it? I was gonna say with Shepard gone, uh Kenny Galladay yep. being completely worthless. <laughs> The only yep. wide receiver left at this point would probably be Kadarius Tony. So they have to play him. I mean, this is They played Richie James over him though <laughs> in the beginning of the year. So I don't know Idiots. what they're doing with him, but it feels like they do have to play him and then we'll see how that situation plays out. But he should be rostered. Um and yeah, and then Jameson Williams, I think, is another guy to keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. Should be coming back soon. He said there's no time. I don't know how well he's going to be when he comes back right away, but he's going to be in a very good offense. So could see some big plays out of him yeah. when he comes back. Um, all right. Rick and I will both give you one tight end and then we'll wrap up this long show. Um, okay. I hate tight ends. I can't. Irv Smith Jr. is my guy. I like Irv Smith. I'll take uh, good, good choice. Good choice. Uh, let me just confirm this before I say it. Uh, Tyler Conklin with Zach Wilson still did okay. Not great. Conk, but, Conk. Um, had eight fantasy points, which still isn't good, but he's still a top 10 tight end, so I guess he should be rostered, right? Yeah. Pick yeah. him up. I'll, g- I'll give you the softball. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. Waiver wire ads recap of this week Cer- certainly was a fun week to watch. Can't wait for week five to float around and uh, for us to see good football on Thursday night. We're going to do a Thursday night preview show tomorrow. Be sure to check that out. And then we got the rest of the content coming up later in the week. See you later guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the fantasy champions podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF champs.